Sadly, I did. That joke was disappointing. I just don't understand why they didn't utilize the actual African people more. I don't know why they claim to be coming to America when they were only in America for maybe like four scenes. But then they really shot the whole thing in America. So where were you coming from is what I don't like. Rick Ross's mansion is in Atlanta, bro. I don't understand it. Me either. And there was a lot of weird things about the plot that I did. was like, you guys didn't really... Like, you have three daughters and you're trying to loop in this random boy in New York. And you found him with, from a sketch? The, and the girl wasn't in... Like, what's her name wasn't in the first, first movie one? Yeah, all. So y'all never showed just, that scene. Yeah. It just played off of his daughters. Like, <laughs> they're already here in the street. Right. <laughs> And the other king had wrote to me. I'm like, why'd you bring up that he had a son if you weren't gonna like try to actually marry your daughter to anybody? Like it just yeah didn't make I, sense. Some of it was funny, but I was like, I feel like you guys tried too hard. Like yeah, you could have just y'all did too much star power for a bad script. Snipes, you could have been trying to marry Rotimi to your daughter. She could have been like, no, I want to be in charge. And that could have been the plot. You didn't need this. And I thought that that king wasn't fun. That like the guy that was oh that was supposed son. to be a son I, like, I feel like there are people who are already more popular that they could have chosen yeah i mean i respect them for giving newer talent a shot but yeah, yeah i was I just feel like there are people like you know you watch the shy right Mm-mm. i watch Come on. what do i watch snowfall um I'm two weeks behind on Snowfall, and I'm not happy. You got to get caught up. Well, our Hulu has been acting weird. Like, it'll play the audio, but the the, the screen, the screen mm. won't go. And I was like, come on. Yeah, nah. Uh, the last Snowfall episode I saw shit. was the one where Leanne killed the daughter. Oh, okay. So, I'm, so I'm literally, like, last week and this past week behind. Wait, that happened two weeks ago? I think so. I thought that happened last week. I think it was two weeks. I'm pretty sure. Because it's been... I tried to this, watch it. Maybe it was a week. Did they skip a week? I don't know. I just, no, 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 no. No, you're right. You're right. Because last week's drain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Because my friend texted me and she was like, is Leon about to die? And I was like, stop talking to me. I haven't seen this week's episode yet. Man, listen. <laughs> whoever, whoever they are going to kill... They set Nedrain up to kill somebody. Well, what sucks is that the uncle. I mean, obviously it's a drug show, so like people go and die that we like, right? <laughs> but the uncle um, was interviewing on this other podcast that I listened to, and he was like, "I mean, there's no good outcome. Like this is based on a real person, and that person went to jail for twenty years." <laughs> so he was like, "I know that y'all are getting attached to characters, but like." <laughs> What do you There's expect? There's no good outcome to this. Yeah. <laughs> They've already like, said that they renewed for season five, I so. I kind of hope that that's the last season, though. Me too. I don't want them to ruin it. Me either. Like, Insecure, this is the last season of them. Yeah. Have, and I was like, good. This is the last season coming Keep up for uh, Queen of the South, too. I need to watch that. Oh, man. I'm hype for it to be the last season, but then I'm also sad because <laughs> I'm like, yo, that I really fucked with Queen of the South heavy. Yeah. 
so. I binged it like super hard and then I I don't remember I watched, started watching something else and certain like that I mm. think it might have been snow, I don't know Snowfall something I don't know but. well we are live hello everyone hello governor <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that accent was about I don't know. I really want to like develop a, a British accent for like when I like move to like London one day. I just want to move there so that my kids can have an accent and be actors and come back here and make a lot of money. Because apparently all of the black actors that are popular now are British. Like all of mm, them. Yeah. The main guy in Snowfall, I think. He is. He's British. Yep. <laughs> I was developing a little one when I was out there for like that little time that i was oh, we, <laughs> yeah you just go to I order was, coffee just because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i was just trying shit out and i was talking out. to my homegirl as i'm like doing it <laughs> and she could tell she was like oh you're getting better and then time she's like yo don't force it like she probably was side-eyeing you like yeah you know, like yo fam like relax a little you don't bit like tea or crumpets. yeah nah that drum was fire though i bet it was that i really want to go one day i was supposed to actually go back but then of course okay. the pandemic but I will be back in London at some point in time for the next year or so, for sure. Listen, that might have to be on the lists for the, the mass black exodus. If things get any more crazy here. Oh, well, we should go and then record a pod out there. <laughs> Ooh, that would be fun. That'd be dope. Hmm. That'd be fire. That would be really fun. Hell I'm yeah. Down. Whenever the world opens back up. For sure. Welcome back. Another episode of What the Culture Needs. I go by the name Quez. I'm Angela. And we are here again. Hello. We uh we left off on a good good spot. Oh. I feel like we were about to get into something else. We were. And I was like, all right, <laughs> let's let's save that one. And I'm trying to remember what it was now. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we took a break and we were talking about your boy and Joe Budden. Yeah, man. Shout out to Big Pump himself, man. The GOAT. I don't know why more people don't fuck with Joe, Wait, to be I'm honest with you. I'm really trying to figure out. He's really only 39? Yeah, like so 39 or 40. Came out, he was like in his 20s? I want to say like 19 or 20, yeah. 19? Because Pump It Up came out in 2003, so that was 18 years ago. That's crazy. I really don't understand why people bash him so much either. Like... I think it's because he is a... As far a, as rap goes, I don't get it. Because I'm like, he's not a terrible rapper. He's a lyricist. And I think he came out in a time where rap was becoming a popularity contest. I mean, most... most I feel like most of the rappers that were popular when we were in like middle school, that happened to them. Like, Lupe... Yeah. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's your favorite rapper's rapper knows Joe. Yeah. So that's why I've never understood. Like, the only other person that I've contemplated why they're not more popular is Wale. Because he I feel like Wale doesn't get, in, I feel like he doesn't get the recognition he deserves I, as a rapper. From what I've heard, it's because he comes for people a lot or did in the past like he would feel like he wasn't getting his respect or whatever and he would either just like whine on twitter or like actually like come at other rappers like behind the scenes and be like you know like this person isn't featuring me blah 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 uh-huh. and uh, people were like i'm not trying to work with you you know mopey and sad and entitled all the time because like, i mean from, yeah <laughs> and that's my like from his 
perspective of stuff, it's like he's written records for your favorite people. Yeah. So but it's I like, like I can get the time. I can get why he feels a way about his recognition. Yeah. Like y'all love this record from this person. Yeah. But then I put out a similar record and y'all don't fuck with it the same, but I wrote both records. It's funny that you bring that up because on the way here, I was thinking how dope it would be to see like a behind the scenes on those type of rappers. Like, mm. and I was more so thinking about the older ones, like um, Lupe and um, like more of the underground Mm, people yeah, that like yeah. just never wanted to feed into the like mixtape errors yeah yeah for sure um, i think that'd be dope i remember even seeing the thing i wouldn't say it was like last year where lupe was uh he was trying to so get them to replace joe for a slaughterhouse oh yeah like he wanted to take that slide he did and they was like nah fam yeah. <laughs> Let, let's relax it just <laughs> because i wonder if social media was like it is now when we were growing up, like if the trajectory would be different. Because there are so many rappers that were like popping when we were younger that are like at like 30,000 followers on Instagram now. Mm -hmm. And like they're probably making good money with whatever they're doing. But I'm like, they were better than a lot of the rappers now. And yeah. They're not as popular. Again, they're probably writing yeah. <laughs> for people. But that's even how I feel about like, like, professional athletes and shit like mm -hmm. all of these big contracts that they're giving these bum ass players like yo fam most of the people that we went to high school with are probably would have been better than you know what i mean like i could give this man 10 points right now like and he's getting 17 mil a year it's like wow it's actually really depressing when you think about it because the rest of us are i've been a big component for the longest time of like there should be a cap on what professional athletes make. Yeah, unfortunately. I don't feel like that. no af like and it's fucked up to say, and I mean I played I played sports and stuff growing up. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like an athlete should make more than five to ten mil a year. And to me, even that's still kind of a lot. Because no, you're literally getting paid to work out for a living. And you're not saving a life the way like a doc like if a doctor fucks up on a heart surgery, that drink could end his career. Yeah. We've seen for lack of I don't even want to make it a race thing because it's definitely not, but we've seen like popular athletes go through like drug problems or mm -hmm. domestic situations and y'all still get to Yeah, y'all still get to play a fucking sport. While you got doctors that be on the front lines every day, if he now if he messed up on a surgery, now we're we're checking did he do illegal substances within the last six months and like just yeah. or even pilots like can't drink. You know what I mean? Like it's just so much other like technical jobs that I feel like should make a lot more yeah. money than what I mean. Teachers make like barely 40k in most places it's just it's crazy it's the dumbest shit in the world and you you'll give 40 million 30 guaranteed dollars to a quarterback for a team that has never sniffed a super bowl like and then usually they end up not doing well or getting hurt or yeah not knowing how to manage that money anyway so it's like oh my god right. yeah <laughs> it's been a long and i think it's a lot of it's came over the past definitely the past like five years because i've just had a lot more 
non-care to watch. Like, I'm not as invested in sports as I was. And adulting, like, too. Like, the more and more you just look at how expensive yeah. stuff is for no reason or, like, student loans and all this stuff. And, like, people uh, are out here uh, getting kicked off of teams for sneaking basic women into hotel rooms yeah. and not wearing a mask to pick up It'd be the dumbest like, stuff. Like, I'm so I'm way more <laughs> I'm invested in... you take that money. Yeah. And be responsible. <laughs> I'm way more invested in, like, real estate and stocks than I am with yeah. sports. And, and, like, I have friends like, oh, you watch the game? No. Nah, bro. <laughs> like, I can probably count on one... I can probably count on both hands how many basketball games I've watched in the past three years. And you can catch the highlights on Instagram, like, real time. Right. Like, I don't need... Like, don't need yeah. Why? Stay, <laughs> nah. Especially when you know that they're prolonging all that stuff so that the commercials can make money. So it's just like, I'll just I'll catch the... the highlights later yeah and to me all every anything for entertainment sports entertainment movies all of that john just adds to the nostalgia of people just not being productive in my opinion i wonder how long that will like the way that we see sports and stuff will be the way that it is like at some point it has to change i feel like it's probably going to change in the next 15 years i believe that i feel like the post-pandemic era of life is really going to make people start realizing, like, there's no more middle. There's either haves and have-nots, and that's it. Yeah. And I feel like the more the have-nots start to realize, like, what they could do to be part of the haves, a lot of the sports entertainment stuff is going to, and entertainment in general, is just going to fall out of the wayside. Like, yeah. I've seen a lot of people, and me included, like, talk about, like, yo, I miss going to, like, live music concerts and shit but it's like we got verses <laughs> that and then it's also even like yo but that also gave people more time to just do your own personal goal yeah. like that nobody is rooting for you to achieve but now you kind of got time to just figure it out that's true you know what i mean i feel like we're going to get more and i it's a good and bad thing because i feel like every day you see somebody pop up with whether it's a podcast, a clothing brand, like you see more and more people pop up with something new every day and always wanting support. So I feel like we need to get back to understanding like, yo, just grind for six months and then assess. There's definitely a balance because um, I realize that the pandemic has made people have to like go into fight or flight mode, but I have never seen like more people on my timeline with the same types of products to the point where i'm just like i feel like you could have just invested in this in this other person yeah there's only so many clothing lines candle that uh, somebody's gonna want to buy uh like i'm not about to buy from all no i'm not not buying from none of you motherfuckers (laughs) because i know all of this is for you is a quick come up you're not this this really ain't what you want the quality has to be there right and this dip to me that's even different from people who do stuff for money that already have money yeah because i'm not really risking what i really want to do for this yeah i have the money to do both Right. When you're just doing it because you're just looking to get the money the first time around, the quality of it ain't going to be the same. Yeah. So even with the thing with when I did a little bit of hats and shit, mm-hmm. some people was trying to, yo, can I get it for a discount? No. Some people was paying more than what, yeah. for what, you know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like we all do too much of the same shit mm-hmm. to where 
if we are really trying to become successful, it goes back to what we were saying on the first one. Like everybody has a role to play. Yeah. You may not be the person that's meant to be the entrepreneur. You may be the number five at this startup. Right. And they need you to be the number five at the startup. I definitely like, don't think I'm fit to be a full out entrepreneur. I just really? don't have it in me. <laughs> not at this point in my life. Maybe later. <laughs> yeah, that's my like. So that's part of my goal is the later in life become a full entrepreneur because I feel like, especially now, even with during the pandemic and stuff, I feel like the resources and connections that the younger generation has access to is way more optional but also limited yeah like even if just in maryland alone there's over 24 million people still unemployed Mm -hmm. to where it's like who's going to be the voice of like yo i need a job yo i could i could put you somewhere in my company or i can get in contact with somebody i know has an opening for this yeah we know people for plugs for weed for sneakers Mm. for food but we don't know the essential resource plugs of like yeah yo i my car is really messed up and this mechanic's charging the arm and the leg i need somebody to fix it for a decent price yo i got you you know i do that or yo i need a job for yo all right i've been doing it for i can't afford to bring you on for a little something where I know somebody yeah. that can like we don't have those types of outlets as much as we should yeah because everybody's wanting to just be me 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 entrepreneurship first like what I realize and what it takes to build to that shit like I remember before the first pod I had been wanting to do a podcast for the past four years mm-hmm. and each time I'm I'm trying to figure out the right chemistry for it to work the right personalities that shit can take time, but then it also was a detriment because it's like by the time I did it, the feedback I'm getting is, oh, yeah, I'm about to come out with one or everybody's coming out with one. Yeah. Like <laughs> you didn't become part of just every same way it was when we was in high school and everybody wanted to be a rapper or athlete. Like yeah. I feel like podcasting was that next wave for a lot of people. Yeah. So to then go all these months where I wasn't recording and then other people are, but all they're doing is strictly add stuff and promoting for this. Like mm-hmm. it's not really their thing. It can't make a true creator at heart be like, yo, this shit really ain't like, nah, I don't even have a heart for it no more. That's the big reason why I didn't record since June last year. Because I was like, everybody's at home and everybody's talking about the same stuff. And I did not do that. Like, I can't That's why I never wanted to be a, a <laughs> real time pot. Like, I wanted it to be genuine conversations that more people should be influenced to listen to or talk about. Yeah. Like. I don't want people to listen to just this and be like, oh, they was having a good conversation and then that's it. Yeah. I wanted to be like, yo, I fucked with what they was talking about. You send it to somebody for them to listen and then y'all build a conversation off of it. Yeah. Or maybe you, you know what I'm saying? Like you go out into the world and build action on what you've heard. Those are the good ones. Those are the dopest ones to me. Yeah. Not just talking about the current events of what's going on in everybody else's reality and yeah. shit. <laughs> And we've then got to a point where it's like the podcast and business as a whole, it's like talking about other people's lives, other people's lives. <laughs> yeah. And you're trying to make people that aren't podcasters become podcasters. Yeah. You're trying to make celebrities have their own podcast. Like so many of them. They're not a podcaster. They're a celebrity. They don't have an interesting life outside of money. people <laughs> trying to figure out what their life is about. Yeah, for sure. Whenever you hear any of them talk, it'd be a lot of basic mundane shit. Like. 
Yeah. It don't be anything intriguing. Or just super random. Did you hear about the one that Barack Obama's doing with Bruce Springsteen? I was mm-hmm. like, I remember hearing about Mich- <laughs> I remember hearing about um Michelle having one on Spotify. No. But Barack has one with Bruce Bruce Springsteen. I was like, are you friends? Like you know each other? Yeah, that's weird. They're just talking about like random stuff. I was like, interesting. It could be kind of dope, I guess. Cause I mean we never really got to hear his perspective on random I mean, shit i feel like he's just bored yeah. but also from what i've heard some of the stuff that he's talking about nobody believes anyway uh, <laughs> um like i listened to brilliant idiots so that's charlamagne the god and that, that, that fuck ass man <laughs> he be and coming he be coming about, for my man joe sometimes <laughs> they you were talking I mean? about how um on the podcast barack said that he like check somebody for calling him a nigga before and they were like he ain't never do that because he was i think he was trying to make it seem like he like actually beat somebody up and they were um, like he's lying <laughs> because like we've never heard anybody say like barack obama beat me up like somebody would have brought that up it's what that was what they're arguing i mean like, maybe not if though he beat somebody up when he was younger somebody would have come out when he was running for president like he beat me up <laughs> Um, maybe not. I probably would have been too shook too at that point. <laughs> or you know the type of power he got as president. If That's I true. <laughs> if I try to fuck his whole campaign shit up, nigga, I wound up somewhere choked out in the Middle East. I ain't telling nobody what Barack did to me um, back in the day. I'm gonna leave that alone. Nah, I, 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 I Clearly, his hands is is legible yeah, now. He used to smoke weed. He probably was doing all types huh? of stuff. And he's from Chicago. <laughs> Come on, bro. Ain't no nigga named Barack that's going around and you just gonna keep getting shit off sweet to that nigga. Like, nah. Listen, yo. He he was checking who he needed to check. No, I believe it. Oh, for sure. And he like he he was hooping, like Listen. Listen, he done had a couple squabbles. You know what I mean? He done had a couple squabbles for sure. But yeah, it's everything I feel like real time is just like made shit so weird. Like even with the whole recent thing with the GameStop stock market, I remember I brought up the stocks and stuff from earlier. That was a whole fiasco. I really don't know anything about this. I tried, but I was like, I don't understand. So I'm going to talk to you as if we're not recording. Do it. Because (laughs) I don't like talking about financial literacy and stuff. Like you're trying to teach it. Yeah. And I don't like talking about it to people that think they know. Because I don't. Just based off of social media shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I hate. You don't want to talk to the Forex. Nah, nah. I even like at one point in time, like, because the thing with even the Forex shit is like, there's people who legitimately do make money from it because it still is a thing if you know what you're doing with that so type of software. There's so many people that's in their bio, but they're and they don't know what they're doing. All they're trying to get you to do is sign up for a class that's going to have somebody else teach you about it, right? For, for them, yeah, just to. Spread that around for some camera lights for the OnlyFans account. Like, I'm hip, sis. Like, no. You're, I'm not getting my financial literacy from you shaking your titties and ass on OnlyFans for $10.99 a month. I'm sorry. <laughs> not $10.99. I'm sorry. Like, nah. Okay, so you're giving me a lesson. So, GameStop, AMC, Robinhood, Wall Street Bets. Mm-hmm. All of this, basically, and I will address the conspiracy theorists 
stock market people mm-hmm. that feel like this shit is going to happen again. It's not. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. If that's what you're listening for, I'm. You can just go ahead and edit <laughs> and skip forward. and fast forward. <laughs> this will never happen again this way. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I can equivalent this to before I explain it the full way, how we just talked about sports. You remember the year the Warriors were in running for having the best record ever, mm-hmm. like the seventy-three and nine season, but then they lost in the finals. Mm-hmm. What did they do after that? They went and signed Kevin Durant Mm -hmm. and then proceeded to win the next two NBA championships. Mm -hmm. That was them saying, yo, you caught the bully slipping one time because we got too comfortable that you got one hit in. (laughs) But this will never happen again, bro. This was the one anomaly you'll ever have with this. Uh We will never lose like this ever again. The next time we lose, it has to be injury or something else. And right. what do you know? The last time they lost was because of injuries. Durant was injured. Clay Thompson got injured. Steph was injured at some point during that season. Like, yeah. injuries is what fucked them up. That's kind of, in a sense, what took place with this. Mm-hmm. The little man had a David and Goliath moment. Option trading is basically what started out this whole type of scenario for most people. Buying stocks and then doing stock option trading are two separate entities in itself. Buying stocks is just you seeing what the stock market is currently going for. You investing in a company, whether you do a percentage or a whole stock, depending on if the company offers you to just put down a certain percentage of stock or if they require you to buy a whole stock. Mm -hmm. Options trading is you basically saying, let's say we'll use because I don't want to give no actual company. So let's say we have ABC stock, right? Mm-hmm. And I have 20000 to invest. You got 15000 to invest. Mm-hmm. I come to you and I say, hey, ABC stock right now is going for $125 a share. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet my own money. I'm going to put up 15 out of my 20000 to say that by this time next week, so say I tell you this on Monday, mm-hmm. so I say, oh, this by Monday of next week, the price is either going to go up or down, whichever one I decide for it to. Mm-hmm. Say I decided it's going to go down. Yo, it's going to go down by $5 or it's going to go up by $10. Mm-hmm. And I bet on it doing that. A week from later, it does go up or down based on what my bet is, I then make the amount of money back from what I betted on because I kind of predicted and forecasted for the stock to go that way. Uh So it's like a swing. It's basically swing trading. The stock is going to swing up or down and I'm betting on it swinging up or down Mm -hmm. by a certain amount, a certain percentage point, whatever it is. All of you're right about the direction, but you're wrong about like the amount. Does that matter? Depending on the type of option trading you're doing, because some people can just put, yo, it's going to increase or decrease. You make more of the money when you're able to pinpoint closer to the exact spot on. So say I'm like, oh, if it's one hundred and twenty five dollars a share and I'm like, yo, it'll go over one forty and it hits one forty one. I still was correct about it. So however much money I put down, Mm -hmm. I can then make the money back from it. Okay. if it doesn't go to that amount. Or it falls way under that amount is where I then lose the money. Oh, okay. So to then circle that back around to what took place with GameStop, the big hedge funds were basically saying that GameStop was going to be was going to go out of business. They were going to go bankrupt. 
at the time, I think even like late last year, like the stock for them was as low as like two dollars and like thirty eight cent or something. So it wasn't that far fetched of it being like, right. yo, I could see this being something to take place. So all of the hedge fund big people was like, yo, we're just going to bet against the company going bankrupt. We're going to bet the company goes bankrupt. We're going to bet against the stock for it to fall and go bankrupt. We'll double our profit from it. That's going to go bankrupt wherever. You had some people, Wall Street bets is like a the subreddit page and people who had invested in stock, but then also were a big part of the gaming society and culture of stuff who may have GameStop was near and dear to them growing up. Like, nah, I don't, don't want to see that joint happen to that company. Like, <laughs> them niggas got me through some tumultuous times in school. <laughs> I'm going to hold out hope. Somebody had the long shot idea. Like, yo, if we force them to not go bankrupt, it'll fuck it up for the market. Mm. Because everything right now for the market is dictating that they want this to go bankrupt. Right. We have some of the power. If we all just leverage and put our money together, we can make this stock go up. But we all have to do it or no, or it's not going to work at all. So a good bit of people on this subreddit page decided they were going to force the market to trend upward for GameStop. That's crazy. So it started about around like $38 on like a Tuesday or something like that, Monday or Tuesday. By that Thursday, it was over $200 a share. Oh, snap. <laughs> When stock drastically changes like that, it's called volatile because uh-huh. of the the high and low of how quickly it can change. Uh-huh. What happened was for people that do invest, maybe you have like Robinhood, Charles Schwab, Ameritrade, E-Trade. Robinhood secretly ran by the hedge funds. Mm. So the hedge funds can also kind of dictate like, hey, we kind of need this to work in our favor a little bit. Mm. Allegedly, I ain't trying to indict nobody you know what i mean so allegedly (laughs) and when they saw how volatile the stock was becoming hedge funds was losing money left and right because now we didn't have millions of dollars in the fact of them going bankrupt and their stock has literally ten thousand percent went up Mm -hmm. literally damn near in overnight (laughs) what the fuck's going on it got as high as over four hundred dollars a share when literally the same time last year, it was under twenty something dollars a share. Mm. So if you had bought, say you bought twenty shares at twenty dollars, and you decided to hold on to it even when it got as low as two dollars, and you didn't sell, mm-hmm. and then you held on to it, and those twenty shares then went up to four hundred and thirty dollars, you didn't came out caking now. Like <laughs> I didn't. More than quintupled my money with they this shit. Like, huh? They was like, nah. Yeah, they were like, nah. We can't let the the hedge funds go out like that. So we we got to do something. So Robinhood fucked up because they made it to where you couldn't buy on the stock. You could only sell the stock, which is what caused the uproar with the SEC and stuff to get involved because you're basically. You're not allowing the market to run freely the way the market is supposed to dictate to be freely ran. Mm. You're forcing the option for people to only buy out of it to drop the price back low. Because mm. if only you can do a sell and you can't buy no more, you want to sell it at the highest point that you can get the most money of your value out. Mm-hmm. So by forcing people to sell stock off, 
it would then lower the price of it again mm-hmm. because it's not a buyer's market for that stock at that current point in time. Okay. So that's what happened with all of that for why people were even making a big fuss of it because not only did they basically one shot Goliath, but now here comes this other motherfucker who's trying to <laughs> make sure I can't do this shit ever again. Right. Now, now I got to one shot these niggas some way too. So it basically came out like, yo, they doing some illegal shit. Y'all can't stop me from buying stock. This is yeah. a free service subscription drum that I should be able to buy whatever stock I want to buy when I want to buy it. Mm-hmm. You putting a restriction on it overnight, you're only helping the hedge fund people try to get their money back. Right. That's where it then became a thing for why it blew up the way that it did because mm-hmm. it was limited stocks they were doing it with. GameStop and AMC were the were the main two. They were in talks of eventually doing like the same thing at overtime for BlackBerry. And it's not to say that it can't happen again. Mm-hmm. The likelihood of it happening is less than to me like a 5% chance of it happening. Because now the hedge funds know their hip to what's going like yeah. you caught us slipping and the one time and we yeah you're not finna just keep making me look bad like i don't know what i'm doing right because low-key the hedge fund and stock people already feel a way about the short-term investing people that got into the stocks from the pandemic because y'all are looking at this from an entrepreneurial standpoint oh i'm gonna get in this make some quick money and dip when this has been the life for people day in, day out for yeah, the past 20, 30 years. Like, this has been people's lives since the 80s, 90s, when the stock market first was really becoming a thing to where yeah. they raised their children to think like this. Their children and got jobs at different sectors and hedge fund companies and banking investors and different things. So I know what I'm doing with this. Right. You just coming in here, hopefully, to try to get a quick buck. Off of a whim. Off of a whim. Yeah. You ain't did no research into it. None of that. It's the same thing of how we feel when different people come into hip hop culture that never been a part of it before, and then they start making songs and touring. And like, fam, you ain't even been here for the thick of it. Like, right. you only popping because of us. Right. That's kind of what took place with that. that so sense. it's like that's why I'm. People are like, oh, they're saying it could happen again with BlackBerry, fam. <laughs> The hedge funds is not finna take another Why, big L like happen. that, bro. They're they are not finna take another big L. Not no time soon. Right. The only people that can dictate that type of influence and power to me are people that already sit in that position. Mm-hmm. Prime example would be Elon Musk. He put Bitcoin in his bio. It went up twenty thousand. He's real weird. Jeff Dorsey did the whole deal with Square and Cash App and all of that. Oh yeah. Revenue went up, stupid bread. Like mm-hmm. so it those people have always made me wonder why we have influencers on Instagram. Because what are you really influencing? You just showing your titties off in a fashion nova sweatsuit, but they don't need to. Right. Like you're not really influencing anything to be different than what it's already doing. Oh yeah. I mean, that is more so I feel like for like other companies to make it's yeah if most social media influencers are there so that we spend money on stuff that makes the economy keep going not stuff that we actually need right <laughs> and it's like you're not really influencing yeah. change of any kind no you're just reminding people to keep unnecessarily spending money yeah so i never understood why people were like 
like, oh, they're a social media influence. How, what are you influencing? Because people that are of sound mind and decision making ain't checking for what you doing to begin with anyway. I mean, I'm not finna follow you. I'm not finna reach out to you. I'm not finna do, matter of fact, I'm taking my like back now. Cause now this is what's on my timeline. I don't even care to see this shit. It's really just companies trying to make money. I've gotten emails about like different like mom stuff to be like an like literally they'll be like oh you can be an influencer but like literally they want me to like buy something and then like tell people about it yeah. and i'm like why would i do that i'm like <laughs> it yo, doesn't make any sense i remember i kind of <laughs> hinted around it on the other pod before but last year confirmed to me the three the three areas of things you need for true power mm-hmm. you need information you need influence and you need backing of some sort. Yeah. Those three combined create you having power in whatever field, whatever you want to. Even the whole thing with the royal family shit falling out. That influence from the media made them move a certain way. Oh, for they sure. wanted to maintain a certain power viewpoint of their family right. that now is just going to shit. And Bitch, your one son was that. out here <laughs> fucking around with Epstein your grandson is telling you like yo y'all was judging my kid because he was half black y'all like this whole thing that y'all was trying to build literally is coming crashing down and it didn't take long to do so right we literally are in a time today where four years ago you were ridiculed if you kneeled Mm -hmm. today you're judged if you don't right it didn't take a long swing of, of the tide to change for that. Flips quick. So that's what tells me, like, when people be like, yo, it's going to take a while for shit to change. No, it's not. Yeah. It really don't take it's nothing for it to change other than the willingness to die for something bigger than yourself. Yeah. And until us as a whole are willing to do that, then, yeah, it's not really going to change. Because sure. none of us feel the need to die for something bigger than ourselves right now. I'm yeah. trying to live my life and enjoy my shit. Yeah. I'm not dying for this cause that nah it don't affect me that way yet yeah so yeah but to close out the whole thing with the GameStop that's essentially what happened that's so interesting so I agree with you from what you explained I don't think that would ever happen again anyway because like why would I want to lose all of my money and all of this stuff when I've been doing it for however long but that's the case with anything yeah in any like classic like drug movie or anything like nobody wants to just have somebody finesse them right keep finessing yeah. them over and over again. like these is people that literally <laughs> eat breathe and sleep stock market trends right on a 24-hour basis and for anything they probably were like hunkered down the next day like how did we let this right <laughs> if any of y'all <laughs> that listen to, to this so that this never happens again if any of y'all <laughs> that listen to this ever come across a show called billions so good amazing show Watch it. that's ba- those people in billions are basically the hedge fund people mm-hmm. you see how bobby reacts when that, that nigga loses fire. some shit <laughs> when that nigga feels like he's being attacked at any point in time Yo, I'm going to obliterate you so that you know that this can never happen again. I can't wait until that comes back. That's how the stock market people feel about this GameStop shit. Right. Nigga, we lost millions fooling around with this dumb... And it only came because you niggas are just invested in fucking games. Like, 
this wasn't no this wasn't the company that came out with the vaccine you like grew up playing Call you of grew Duty. up playing Call of Duty in 2K and you was able to trade games and <laughs> like that it's literally like a, the Netflix and Blockbuster type of shit. Yeah. It's just Blockbuster was able to be like, nah, I'm not giving in. That's all that happened with this. Yeah. If you look at the stock today, that drone is nowhere near the high point that it was. Yeah. That drone leveled back off because that's what they wanted it to do at some point in time to even out. That's kind of what both parties wanted to happen. They just didn't want it to be forced on it going bankrupt only because the big hedge fund people try to dictate shit that way. Right. The small man was like, nah, we still got to say in how shit gets done, too. So the hedge fund people now are like, all right, I'll let you think that. Yeah. <laughs> but know that this will never happen on my watch again. Yeah. Because whoever was the fall for it, they took a fall. Uh-huh. Whoever was the, the top the top investor, the top dog at the hedge fund. never getting another job Saving. <laughs> Fam, them niggas is caked for life. Yeah, but they'll never be option trade. Option, yeah, they will. <laughs> really? Those type of industries, you you're betting on. You're not betting on the guarantee. You're betting on the percentage at bat. Okay, that makes sense. You may not hit a home run for the first ten games of the season, mm-hmm. but yo, I'm, I paid you to hit home runs, knowing that you might not hit none for a while. But the moment you get one. Mm-hmm. We we back we back we back in Forever. business. We <laughs> back in true. business now. That makes sense. That's what a lot of that is. That's why it is such a up and down thing of being an entrepreneur because you're gonna have a lot of singles at bat. Yeah. You're gonna have a lot of first base runs, a lot of strikeouts, a lot of. But when you get that one home run on that one team that got that one player you don't like. Oh, don't let me come back to bat now, bro. Because right. I'm doing it again. And don't let none of my niggas be at the dugout. Because I'm not even just getting a home run. I'm going for the grand slam. We all coming home, fam. We all hitting this base again. Do not let me come at bat and get a groove going. Yeah. That's what that is for a lot of those people. Like, yeah. So they'll definitely get job. I mean, some of them, like, you'll they'll have their fines and stuff like that. But it's basically... Stock and all that, to, in my opinion, at least, is like the wild, wild west. Like, mm. whoever's the top gun knows that they the top gun, but they still know that they got to watch out for the random shotgun holder who closes their eyes and hits some shit when they shoot. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, they still got to look out for that shit the same way they got to watch the guy that can shoot on the run. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, so that person, whoever took the biggest L of that, they probably still feeling the effects of it a little bit, but... Their track record up until that point dictated why they felt that comfortable. Right. That makes sense. Because I'm coming out. I'm hitting a home run every game. Yeah. Like, I don't need to worry about it. I, don't, I, can, <laughs> I, can have, I can afford to miss this one game. <laughs> it just so happened that it came in the middle of the World Series and now you didn't gave the underdog hope again. Uh-huh. Like, that's all that really happened. Like, the outcome ain't going to change. The Warriors lost one finals uh-huh. and then presumably won the next two. Right. With signing what some people considered the best player in the world. It made the league unfair. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Y'all winning right now. Cool. I'll be back. Right. <laughs> Will you be back? Because I'm going to be back. <laughs> and if you're not back when I'm back, then did it really did it really matter? It sucks to suck. 
<laughs> I'm still going to be the greatest shooter we've ever seen. Right. He's still going to be a great two-way player, and we just added this seven-foot monster. Nah, I feel you. That makes sense. So <laughs> how y'all want to play? Because we can play however you want to play now. <laughs> now that we got every horse that we need in the running, let's run. Yeah. That's what they do in the stock market all day, every day. That's why crypto never closes on the stock market and you're able to buy. Because it's not just based on just U.S. territory or shit. This is crypto that's exceeding everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's only ran by a certain amount of people. Yeah. So, yeah, we money. Man, (laughs) how's my stocks looking? That's how they think. That's why cash to them isn't tangible the way it is to poor people that look that live paycheck to paycheck. My money, my money's tied up in shit that's more valuable than money itself. Right. Y'all can have this one little joint. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, that's fine. Be set for life. Y'all won on this one. I had ten other options that I still made a hundred thousand dollars on each option today. Right. This was just the one I didn't make no money on. Might be embarrassing, but I'm gonna be straight. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll walk outside. Like, you know what I mean, I can afford it. So that that's what that was. And it's like the fact that more people don't view financial literacy that way is why they feel so comfortable. Right. Because it is literally you sitting down to learn how, how shit works. You got all these motherfuckers on YouTube that be having the videos of, oh, this to this. Yeah. 11 million views. But then you got the yo stocks for beginners. 38 views. 520 views. Yeah. But out of those 520 views, it's the motherfuckers at the top that's watching that shit. Yeah. To know what to expect and the look out for. And yeah. Don't know about. The nigga that shops at Wegmans that don't wear nothing but bootleg cut right? jeans and New Balance. In his uh, Prius. In his Prius owns the whole shopping strip. And none of you niggas know it. Right. Because y'all worried about buying Benz, Beamers, and Teslas. Right. He over- All right, cool. Go ahead. <laughs> That nigga call, making a call while he in line checking out. Yo, I'm hearing the person behind me talking about they're about to put some money under this. Drop the stock. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they operate. Yeah. Let's all get 20, 20 to 30 of all my friends who all have twenty five to $100,000. Mm-hmm. And let's force the stock to do some shit. That's so crazy. Must be nice. <laughs> it, and it's not even that out of... If we were to sit down and plot to do so for crypto or something. It would be attainable. It's attainable to do. It's just a matter of everybody doing their part of it. Being on the same page. Everybody everybody that works in ETFs, all that, they be on the same page with it. Because they know the goal for them is to get rich. Yeah. It's hard, though, I feel like, to get everybody on the same page I don't know if it's people our age or just like black people, but like everybody just has their own idea. You know what I mean? Like we were talking about with everybody making like thirty different homemade candle companies. Like if I ain't you buying just none combined and made like three big ones, Yankee Candle could probably go out of business. You know what I mean? Like Hallmark, all that, yeah. But we just Everybody wants to be the center. And do their own thing. That's literally why I fuck with Bitcoin the way that I do. Because Bitcoin, in a sense, is like Facebook without Mark Zuckerberg's face. Mm. 
it was created by somebody that saw a niche in the monetary value of the world. Mm -hmm. Say, yo, let's let's create some shit and let's see where it builds up Mm -hmm. and let's build it. These is these are the guidelines for it. And I'm going to remain anonymous. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows the person that created Bitcoin. That's cool. Because they chose to remain, and I don't want me to be the face of this. They probably live on an island. That nigga could be living next door, <laughs> watching a porno right now, not caring about anything in the world. <laughs> he works at Walmart. You know what I mean? <laughs> on the lower tier of shit, not chilling. chilling. <laughs> Got two trillion dollars in an offshore account and don't care about nothing in life. <laughs> like it literally came from. They have the the name that was thrown out. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows if it's a person, if it's a group of people. We They just say, yo, if you follow these rules, this is what sh- it should equivalent to. Mm-hmm. It's basically like real estate for currency. Mm-hmm. There's only 21 million Bitcoin in the world. Okay. In order for that number to go up, the majority, so 51% of people that have the most invested in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. have to decide to change and implement the rule to be different. So the reason that Bitcoin's price keeps skyrocketing the way it does, for some people it looks at volatile because it may go up 10, 15,000 and then drop back down, is because the limited portion of it has become such a thing the way that certain areas of real estate are. Mm-hmm. If I'm buying a condo unit in this city and I know that y'all are going to build a subway station two blocks down, y'all got a mall that's a mile away. Y'all got three gas stations on every other light. Y'all got the, I know my value of this condo is going to be triple than the joint that's two states over. And y'all don't have right. none of the same surrounding stuff near it. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I, and I'm only going to build 10 condos. <laughs> y'all make me the best offer. Mm-hmm. So then the first joint sells for a million. So now the million is the standard. Right. You can't get none of these other nine for less than a million. Yeah. But now by the time the 10th one is sold. The tenth one is sold for four times that. Yeah. And then I'm keeping them. So then I'm keeping all, all my condo now. Mm-hmm. I know it's a million. So if I do sell it, you got to come to me with something that's double of what I bought it for. At least. Because my value for it, with everything now being built up around here, and they're not building no more of them, right. the value's now up. Yeah. That's what it is with Bitcoin. Okay. That makes sense. So, but you people won't listen. Y'all to probably fast forward it. <laughs> To hear about us talk about some basic shit in the culture because y'all decide to remain broke. I already know about this stuff. Yeah, I don't need to hear it. He'll know what he's talking about. Uh, he, he, he ain't nobody. <laughs> All right, you broke bitch. <laughs> that is funny. People do be listening like, well, are you a millionaire? Yeah, do you know what you're talking about? <laughs> what do you do for a living? I've, I've only been working in banking and mortgage since 2012, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you fucking you know? idiots. <laughs> I fucking hate people. That's why I used to I used to get so annoyed like when people would hear me say I don't want to buy a house. Well, well what, what do you do? I work in mortgage. And you see people, You know, so you work in mortgage and you don't want to buy a house and you see how good the stock the the, the real estate industry is doing. Yo, are you going to make your payment or not, bro? <laughs> like I don't care to have this conversation with you. You that's ask me my thing. opinion. Like <laughs> that's why I don't even like when people be like, "Yo, don't get advice from people who aren't doing what you're doing." Would you take advice from some... I'm not going to ask the person who doesn't have a house how to buy a house. 
Okay, don't ask me then. That's true sometimes, but also the person who doesn't have a house is giving you advice might have a very valid reason yeah. for not having a house. Don't ask me then. Don't worry about it. Don't and don't come to me with a question after you buy it either. The person that hears from people all day about yeah. how they can't afford this house that they have now. Like, oh, don't ask the person. <laughs> would you get it? Would you listen to a person that doesn't have a car about how to get a car? Nick, maybe they built cars for a living and they don't feel a need to drive. Right. It's like realize that it's an unnecessary yeah bike i'm not saying that every point of view like that is valid but <laughs> you gotta check the source yeah obviously but, don't listen to somebody who doesn't have a house if they don't have a job or something but like if the person has experience working in mortgages then yeah you probably yeah like find out their reasoning for why right before you decide if their information is valuable or not that's how i always do that's it that's just a pride thing like oh for real you don't want that why not uh just me i'm not i just i don't know i really just don't want it oh all right well i don't care it's like i don't want it but why don't you want it well you know i've been working and doing it oh so you know oh okay let me me hear this let me listen listen. you know what i mean like that's i don't want a personal like i don't want to buy and pay on a mortgage for 30 years but I will be having rental properties. Right. So I will, in a sense, buy property one day. But I also understand we never own property ever in the United States. Mm-hmm. All property is owned by the government. Yeah. Because one day something could happen and they could just be like, well. Some people are like, oh, I own it. You own the contents on the property. Yeah. You don't own the property. Yeah. We don't own property in the United States. Would you be more interested in doing that elsewhere then hell yeah i plan on buying some land in like london making some airbnbs or something yeah i plan on buying some land in london like because they legitimately own their land out there when they pay it off if i bought it for two hundred fifty thousand pounds and i pay it off and it's now worth four hundred thousand if i sell it i'm getting the four hundred thousand not you 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 don't own it i own it so you're looking to just buy whatever it is outright. Not even so much outright, but understanding that mortgage, in a sense, mortgage makes money because of understanding that the government makes money on the land. Uh-huh. So the mortgage companies set out to find ways that they can make money from the money they have to pay the government for the land. Okay, I got you. So that's all it would be for anybody who does invest in real estate mm-hmm. is for you to figure out a way to make the money that you're having to pay for somebody else who makes the money that they have to pay for the person who owns it. Mm. So I will buy rental properties and stuff, live, move all around because money was always made to be for accessibility and mobility. Right. Money was never meant to be for people to be stationary. Yeah. It's always been about, yo, what can I do with it? Where's the where where can I go to where it's going to profit me more Mm -hmm. if money is your focus of making for whatever your goals are deep down. Right. Like, I don't want to buy a house because I don't feel the need to pay 30 years on something when I don't know that I want to be here for 30 years of my life. Yeah. That also ties into your overall, like, not wanting kids. Yeah. You you should move around a lot. Yeah. Like, there's people, too much life out there to yeah. be stationary. Most people say stationary for kids, honestly. Like, because they want Or a job or, yeah, or a job or whatever. But it's yeah. like, anything for real estate, it's like, yeah, it's good to have something of ownership on your 
your personal resume. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And say like, yo, I bought a house. That could be a good feeling deep down. But it's like have the information of knowing the pros and cons before you make the decision. Right. So if you're listening to me and you're like, oh, well, he does it and he don't want it. So I don't want it. Then you weren't that keen on wanting it to begin with, in right. my opinion. Or you're not really listening. Yeah. <laughs> like my information should be get my information should be heard in such a way that it broadens your perspective, not changes your opinion. Right. That's how I've always looked at information. Yeah. Like, all right, it's gonna help me think more and it may give me an objective view on something but it shouldn't change it if that's what i want to do deep down not entirely not entirely otherwise i didn't really want it that bad in my opinion yeah so that's all even my stance on like we said with the kids and marriage or whatever like i don't mind having the access to the information Mm -hmm. which i feel like we all should have the access to it yeah it's just a matter of what then you decide to do with it like i don't truly we can't truly own something if i still have to pay somebody else for it every year right so I can pay this mortgage off after 20 years and I didn't paid it off 10 years sooner, but then I miss a tax payment and y'all can come repo my property. Yeah, it's nuts. How, how does that? Really s- own it. Yeah, make it make sense to me. Yeah. Make it make that's That's the only thing that I've ever asked when people are like, well, why don't you want to make that concept make sense to me? Yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. How the value of my property is dictated by somebody else that doesn't live here. Mm-hmm. Just because Correct. I do some stuff, that they decide how much it's actually worth. Yeah, how, make it make sense. Mm-hmm. So cool. If this is the rules I gotta go by, then I'm gonna do the best to know how to make the most from it for my personal benefit to do what I want to do overall. Right. Cool. And if some people still like you, I still want to buy a house because I still feel like I own it. I want to raise my kids. I want to have someone for my kids to call home. I want to be able to do what I want to do on my property. Mm-hmm. That's your prerogative, bro. Yeah. But don't be mad when the city sends you that letter in the mail. You, you, you ain't shoved your, your driveway out. Take this fine. HOAs are so... That's crazy to me, too. Oh, your grass ain't cut. <laughs> Take this fine. My dad recently bought a condo, and um, he was saying that he wanted to switch up the blinds, and he can't because... The HOA said that they have to all be like a certain shade of white from the outside. I'm like, what? Like, if I'm paying for it, I'm mm-hmm. gonna make it whatever color I want to. I'm not trying to have all these rules. Yeah, it's just <laughs> literally like just knowing how shit is once people sign. Mm-hmm. All that, these extra rules. Yeah, all these the extra way. rules, fees that come in. People calling in, why did my payment go up and I got a fixed rate? Yo, because your taxes changed. Yeah. That's well, that shouldn't scary. control my payment. Yeah. Yo, but they, they didn't lie to you. Yeah. You your rate is down. the same rate. You just didn't know about the other shit. Yeah. Because you were just going off of rocking mortgages, this motherfucking. You can get approved instantly without leaving your home. Which All is right. Another thing, I feel like at this point in life, people should have like a lawyer or something look through all that stuff and explain it. And that'd be even <laughs> the hard part because it's like, the the authenticity of people being honest about their viewpoint of shit like everybody still has their end game goal too like mm-hmm. the lawyer could be like yo this is good, just gonna make me the most money from That's this case true. you know what I mean so it's like be informed before you go because they can tell when people are dumb and they know how to work the system right the same way anybody who knows is an expert in their profession can know shit that's why it helps to know people who are in certain lanes too. Like Hell anytime yeah. I have a question, I just hit up one of my friends that's a lawyer. 
And uh, I'd be like, listen, I'll send you some money for lunch or something for this time. Yeah. But I just ask you. Like, I remember <laughs> when I, I was wanting to. Yeah. I remember when I was wanting to do law, I wanted to do international business law. Mm-hmm. And at the time, that's when I was working for uh, Citibank. And I remember I was doing, that's when I got into doing underwriting for personal loans. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo. I'm kind of making decent money <laughs> without having to be in school right in now debt. and then super in debt. Loans. Like, I have some student loans, but my Jones ain't nowhere near the lawyer that got to pay back a hundred bands for my going to heart. My are 50K. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Just, like, And the, it's to the point where, like, I think they want me to pay... To actually make a dent, I have to pay like a thousand dollars a month or something, and I'm doing that. I remember I wanted to go to uh, I like whatever. I wanted to go to Columbia University. Mm-hmm. I remember looking up the tuition cost. Who the fuck want to pay that? To not also understand like a lot of them top lawyer jobs, like your first year is kind of an internship. At least your first year. You know what I'm saying? Like before you can even be even looked at as. Somebody that we're going to be willing to make a, a second and third year associate to give right. a certain money to, to eventually become a junior associate. And to, then you have to be good on top of yeah. that. Yeah. Like I'm a in the bull. Lawyer. I'm in the bullpen <laughs> with everybody else from my fucking class, and we all six figures in debt. Yeah, you have to be good still. And not all of us are going to be able to become named partner. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or senior partner. Some of us, you might graduate and be like, this ain't even what I wanted to do. And then you're just stuck with all that. That's why I've never been a component of people going to college right after they graduated high school. Like, That's why I wish You don't that, know you. Yeah, yeah, I wish that we wouldn't have been... Like, the only reason why I went to college right away is because I was given that option. Like, it's either that or the military. Mm. You're not just going to be out here going to Walmart to work there every day. Like, what's that going to get you? Right. But that mindset is really crazy. Like... I definitely feel like trade school should be pushed more. Gap year should be pushed more. Like, I'm a child still. I don't know what I want to do. And the fact that they have these predatory student loans is nuts. Like, student loans are the only thing that you can't bankrupt out of. When you die, they just hit up your kids or whoever the next kid is. And they're like, so somebody's going to pay for these books. And Shit is crazy. Like it's the only thing that you never get rid of until it's paid off. Shit is crazy. And they wow. put that on kids, like seventeen, eighteen, right? 19 you don't even girls. know what you want to do in life. <laughs> you don't know who you are. Like, get a chance to like yeah. at least try. Like, I don't even want to say just travel the world. Just travel to states. You know what I'm saying for mm-hmm. a, a year or so. And that's the thing. Get that- three, four friends. Y'all get get a, a van together or something. <laughs> road trip around. Yeah, road trip for a little, just to see what's all out. Yeah. You may have thought shit was popping in your little small sector of Oregon, and then you wound up <laughs> in motherfucking Kansas, and you like, yo, I fucking love it out here. Right. Like, I was ready to go to school in Oregon. I don't want to even go to school in Oregon right. no more. I want to go to school in Kansas, or I want to move here, and y'all can get a job here. I don't even... You know what I'm saying? You may like driving trucks or some shit. Like, right. you go there and, oh, it's really booming business to go do it over here. You may wind up in Chicago and fuck, oh, I didn't know it was popping out here like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get a job. 
do a little bartending on a couple nights a week. We all rent out a motherfucking studio apartment or yeah. some shit. Like it's it's fe- we don't need as much as we think we do no, to we figure this shit out. No, we just are just selfish and with one. Time. Yeah, like it don't take you having to go to the same university that all your friends went to for yeah. four years for you to finally learn what you want to do ten years after that. Definitely not. So that's my thing, but it is what it is. It's- I feel like I've ranted enough on this one, though. <laughs> I need you to rant about something. I, I will probably never rant about anything. You have to. I'm not a ranter. You are, deep down. <laughs> you're a mom, so you're definitely... I don't feel that passionately <laughs> about anything. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I feel that passionately about. Uh, I mean, probably something that had to do with kids. But told you. Because kids can't defend themselves. They need people to... Have you watched um, Last Chance You? Nah. The I've, basketball one? I've kind of so refused good. to watch it. The basketball one is good. You gotta watch it. I've heard that it is. I've just refused to. Why? It's just a personal thing. <laughs> just like from. Because I, I feel like I don't like seeing. People struggle? Not, not that. I don't like seeing the premise of sports or nothing for. Mm hmm young people that way no i feel you like because that's really what that is yeah because it's like then if y'all don't get signed to a college y'all don't get a scholarship then you feel like you're a failure at life and you're not even old enough to drink yet you know what i mean so i've just never like i know my personal pushes for stuff and granted i was at one point one of the kids that probably was in that so when i was when I messed my knee up and I couldn't go play at school, I'm like, the fuck am I going to like, what is life? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. from knowing that side of it and being where I'm at now, it just wouldn't be a draw for me to watch. No, I get you. But it's not to say that it's not good for other people or that it isn't a good show to that see. But yeah, that's the only reason why. No, I got you. But I heard it was a, I heard it was a good show. I heard the football drum was tough for it. And then the I did hear it. The first season of the football one was cool because the coach was entertaining, but the second one I couldn't really. It was kind of boring. But I did see the because I even seen the preview pop up on the drum for Netflix, yeah. and the coach for the basketball was like, "Give me the ball, like we're not practicing." He's so funny. I and was like, too, "Damn." Like, he he does a good job of like him and his supporting staff do a good job of like trying to make. Then think of the next step, like what you're talking about. Like mm. one of the guys on his staff was like a college basketball player and was like randomly wrestling with his roommate or something and ended up like getting paralyzed. Like it was like one of those situations that like Damn. just happens. Like I think he was probably going to go to the NBA or yeah. like, do something else. And his roommate was bigger than him and just like fell on him wrong. And he ended up paralyzed from like, I think initially it was from the neck down, but now I think he can move his arms and stuff. Like on the show, he's a little bit more mobile, but he's still in a wheelchair. Mm. And that happened when he was in his early 20s. So him being on the staff is dope because like he can tell them like, look, (laughs) one thing at some point something else is going to happen and you have to figure out something else. So that's why I like the basketball one better. Basketball one better because this particular coaching staff does a better job of like mm. helping them be more well-rounded. Like then, yeah, just math. There's student some, athlete. yeah, like there's somebody else um, 
on this season who and if y'all didn't watch it just ignore me i guess i don't know spoiler alert i don't know whatever now you can look up the people on instagram and see what they're doing so i don't really care but (laughs) um he has like really bad anger management so like most of them working with him didn't even have anything to do with basketball it was just like bro you can't throw these adult temper tantrums all the time like what if you have a job? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, facts. so that's what I like. Like, they really dug deep into that, which I think is easier to do because the basketball team has less people. Mm-hmm. Like, the football season's just like you can only do so much to reach out to all fifty of these people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, since there's less, there was only fifteen people on the team, so mm-hmm. they had more time to like delve into that stuff but this cat would literally just get pissed off and like leave practice and just throw a temper tantrum in the the locker room and they're like bro you can't do you can't this do that, every fam. day yeah. like if you have a bad day at work you can't just go home like you won't ever have a job <laughs> so i liked it because they really delved more into like life skills and yeah. like coping properly with different things that's dope um and you know it's a community college, so the kids are still kind of young. But that's dope. It was interesting. <laughs> I liked it. Nah, I feel you though. I mean, it sounds like this season of Ford, or at least the ones that you that you discussed for, definitely have some good insight for the show. So <laughs> I may check out an episode or two. No, but I definitely i I get where you're coming from. Yeah, it's a, a fit line. Yeah, because <laughs> people be out here like. Tearing an ACL and then just never doing anything. Yeah, be ready to commit suicide and shit. <laughs> yeah, like it's unhealthy. For yeah, sure. for sure. And that <clears throat> that's just always been my thing, at least. Like because I remember when I hit my point of like, yo, yeah, you you ain't gonna go far <laughs> with this, fam. <laughs> like we 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 kind of gotta figure something. Yeah, we kind of gotta figure something else out. <laughs> and I remember like the relief that came with it because I was like. Now I don't feel the pressure to feel like I have to do just this. Yeah. Now I can kind of just do what I feel like doing, whatever I feel like doing. Yeah. I'm going to just do it now. No, that's real. So, (laughs) yeah. And now with knowing what I want to do overall, I'm like, I'm glad that that wasn't something that was in the cards for me. Mm -hmm. Because of knowing the type of person I am, like, I'm, I don't mind some public eye for certain stuff but huh i said not a lot of it not (laughs) not to the excessive point where i gotta watch what i say and who i am the way that athletes have to kind of do yeah with interviews and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. that's one thing i will give like rappers or like actors a little bit more of a leeway because it's like you kind of can be your your, you're paid to be yourself right for them, they're paid to do a profession of a job. Yeah, and most people don't want to hear their opinion. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, it's like you can't really be honest about how you may feel about something. Like, I know they would have hated me if I ever, because I'd be the one that'd be honest. Yo, how do you, you had a great game tonight, 38 points, 10 assists. How do you feel about the game? I mean, I felt good. Them niggas was ass, so. <laughs> That would be that so would so some on the team could have caught a couple more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we 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 could have beat them by more points if they had hit more shots, but it is what it is. <laughs> but I'm also the one that like, yo, y'all got dog tonight. What happened? 
Yo, I, I play like some fucking shit, bro. That's what happened. <laughs> I was some fucking ass tonight. I'm, I, I don't deserve a paycheck tonight. Right. I appreciate my teammates for even letting me play with them tonight because I was some <laughs> ass. I'm that type of person. Yeah. Where I can do both. I would do both sides of it. So yeah. you wouldn't just be hearing me only shit on this drum when I win, but you would hear me shit on myself crazy when I lose or even yeah. if I did win. Yo, how you feel about tonight's game? You hit the game winner? Yo, but I missed like six fucking shots. Yo, I'm, I was some fucking shit, bro. Yeah. They can't say that. They got to, you know, if the cars just happen to fall in my favor with that shot. Nah, talk your shit. Yo, he been talking shit all week, fam. Talking all week heavy. Baha, I'm not clutch. I'm not this. I'm well, now, now what? Now what? <laughs> like, I would be that way. So I'm like, I'm glad that didn't work for me at all. <laughs> I'm too, I'm too, I'm too honest and blunt in communication for that to work. Cause I'm, I, I'm a very confrontational person. Like, I enjoy healthy confrontation. I'm the exact opposite. I hate confrontation. I love it. Cause I feel like it, I feel like it builds character. Yeah, I gotta find other ways to build character. I feel like confront. <laughs> I feel like the lack of. I feel like people that don't like confrontation. I feel like aren't looking for room to grow communications. No, I feel because like sometimes they'll be like to do it. Sometimes, yeah, it'll be like you'll it. hold some shit <laughs> in. It's like it's fucking you up when it's like yo, just get let that shit go. Yeah. Like say what it is you gotta say. Yeah, I mean you don't gotta be an asshole. And I think people have the mis misconception that confrontation means drama or negativity or it's yeah, like it it's, it's not yeah. i can confront you in a healthy manner and we can resolve some shit mm-hmm. by talking as adults oh, like yeah. that conversation that i told you i was having with my friend was really me just being like hey i feel like there's some stuff that we need to resolve yeah and i don't really want to have this conversation but i feel like we should and then it was cool. Yeah. It was like, okay, so this is my issue. And I was like, oh, my bad. Yeah. You know, that, I didn't know that that's how it affected you. Cool. And we just kept it pushing. Facts. And most of the time, I feel like that's how it can go. But people are just afraid. Yeah. I know I definitely am usually afraid. For real? Gonna go. oh, I, 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 I like thrive in those scenarios. Like, oh. Power I- enough. <laughs> oh, you have a problem with me? Yeah, Let's yeah, go. Let's go. Let's go. Talk your shit, cause I'm gonna talk my shit for sure. Like I'm so opposite. I'm like, oh, you have a problem with me? Okay, <laughs> let me just slowly back into the bushes, like. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm the total. Like, I'm like, let's dive into it. You know what I mean? Let's let's talk it out. You you got a problem with this? Well, I have multiple problems with that. So. Let's let's get it all out in the open. I'm and definitely at least, the type that will just hear what you have to say and then be like, okay. For real. Thanks for on sharing. Cer- <laughs> on certain shit, I can be that way depending on if it's something that I really care to speak yeah, on or about. True. Like, if it's something that I know I'm not going to change at all mm-hmm. or that I don't have an inkling to want to change, yeah. I'm not even finna do this shit with you, bro. I'm, <laughs> all right. Yeah, you got it. Cool. You understand where I'm coming from? Not really, but <laughs> at least you got it out. You know what I mean? At least you got like it out. That would make people more mad. <laughs> I feel like it shouldn't though, because I'm being honest. I'd rather say that to you directly than to be like, "Nah, I feel you," and then we still have a problem after that. Because that to me is then where it comes into the dramatic confrontation of, "Yo, we already had this conversation." Yeah. So what happened at, since then? But that's what people want. They want to like lay you out and for you to be like, "Oh, I'm," you know what I mean? So oh like, no. If you react either. 
like if you match the energy or if you have like you don't care then people get like over that's how you feel oh no because i always i always come with it from a logical standpoint like everything to me is a decision yeah or a reaction so you choose your you choose your decision or reaction to the circumstance yeah so if i'm telling you like you i feel what you're saying but nah (laughs) i gotta i gotta yeah you gotta eat that the same way i would have to eat it if that was your response to some shit that i was feeling away about yeah you know i mean but i'd rather at least us know than be like nah i feel you respect (laughs) and then you leave and i'm like yeah i don't feel that shit because then it was like then what did we even talk for if if nothing was even going to come close to being resolved after that (laughs) that's to me where it's like yo we we need to get back to the era where like punching people in the face was a real thing back then mm-hmm. like yo don't get too out of pocket fam like i can fight <laughs> what so if just, you can't fight just smack it out with the rapper for a little bit like is we rappers or we gangsters we gonna keep rapping about this shit or we gonna move which one we gonna do if you can't fight then then you probably then that probably ain't your best course of action to resolve it then i just want to make a note here that these views are solely Expressed by me and me alone. <laughs> yeah, I have not hit. I have nobody was harmed in the making of these views. Nope. I know at the start is we talked about coming to America too. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna suggest something that people should watch. <laughs> and not that. Not that. Um, I'm gonna say for my worthy watch list, we discussed Snowfall a little bit last one. So good. We discussed billions a little bit on this one. We did. I'm going to say for my worthy watch list that people should check out Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. Also very good. Shout out my man, John, that I can never pronounce his last name. Jim from The Office. Some of you may know him by. Is it Krasinski? It might be. I always mess it up because I always feel like there's extra letters in there that don't (laughs) exist. But he's a great actor. He switched it up for Jack Ryan. He switched it up. You know what I mean? He leveled, up. At first. He, he leveled up. he leveled up. He switched it up. He leveled up. He got rid of fuck ass Pam. Cause Pam is that? the most toxic female on the office. Oh my god. We can talk about it one day, but <laughs> Pam is Pam represents at least like seventy eight percent of the women in America. Not seventy eight. Yeah. Good, I, I wanted to say a strong eighty, but I'm gonna be generous today. But that's that's what I would suggest checking out. The show that I will recommend is called Succession. Have you seen it? You would love it. It's I don't good. think I've seen it yet. It's I still haven't about, seen Industry. Yeah, well, I didn't like Industry, so I can't speak on that one. I've heard that Industry is good. I just couldn't get into it. But um, Succession is, it's not really like Billions, but it's about this super rich family and the father says that he's dying so all of his kids are like trying to compete mm. to like take over the company that's another reason i don't want children it's good but that sounds like a dope it's a, show it's a dope show COVID messed up all of these shows because i'm pretty sure billions and succession were supposed to have a new season like last year and they said that for <laughs> billions, they're coming back for the second half of season five before they do season six. Oh, well, something. Because it's supposed to be, I, I think, 12 episodes oh, a yeah. season. That's and they only true. did like it's seven. Stopped, like, halfway. So I think they're going to do the remaining five for season five, and then they'll have a season six. All right. So well, I'm ready for them to come back. Big facts.
Shout out my man Bobby Axelrod. Mm-hmm. What a what a legend. He was also in this show Homeland, which is good. I seen that he was. I haven't watched it. It has Homeland. a lot of seasons, but it's good too. Bet that. Um, end of the pod suggestions. Drink some water. You see I got the Fiji right here. Yay. Earth's finest water. Is it? Shout out to the people that understand that water has a taste to it, and y'all respect the fact that good water should be drank over just tasteless water. Because there's a lot of people that are like, "Oh, it doesn't have a taste." I used water to feel t-. that way. Like you people are <laughs> satanics. <laughs> that devil worshippers. You are. I if you believe water way. doesn't have a taste, that means you don't you don't believe in anything. You believe the worst of the worst of human. <laughs> Nature, humanity, and mankind. That's a stretch. No, it's not. I think it depends. To offer me shitty Flint water <laughs> and be like, oh, it's similar to Fiji. You don't care about any person in the world. I think that only happens if you don't drink different types of water. Like when I felt that way, I was in high school and I was only drinking like out of the Brita filter at home. So I was like, all water probably does taste the same. No, nah, I feel like when I feel like if you're at least, I'm not even gonna say 18. If you're at least 20. You should know. You should know that water has taste well, to it. Well, in 2021, yeah, you should know. <laughs> like, and if you still are out here pretending that all water tastes the same and, oh, it's just water, I believe you to be a satanic you. individual. <laughs> or you don't have taste buds. Who is close to the second coming of the Antichrist. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, she's not funny. She grew up with brothers. Her ass ain't fat. She just sits on the sink. Leave her alone. <laughs> if she's with you for more than three dates and you don't get nothing, she's there for the food. <laughs> and if she's forcing you to take pictures, it's not because she thinks y'all look cute together. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because she thinks y'all look cute together. She's claiming territory. Yay. So. Leave her alone. <laughs> Fellas, be mindful. Hashtag Ladies, if he never invites you over, he still lives with his mom. Or his wife. If you've never seen his place, then he lives with his wife. For sure. If he doesn't invite you over, he probably still lives with his mom. Or grandma. Or grandma. <laughs> Shout out to grandmas, man. Everybody needs one. Um, if he's if he just says he needs time apart, he's probably masturbating. <laughs> 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 if he won't let you see his phone, it's because he's hiding his porn search. Oh so. my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and if he asks you to pay for the first four dates, it's because he actually values you as an independent queen. Nah, it's because he does, <laughs> he does forex and that money ain't come through yet. <laughs> but yeah, I'm signing off. <laughs> this has been another episode of What the Culture Needs, because this is what the culture needs. We appreciate views, but this is the news you could use. Listen every time. Send to a friend. Subscribe. That's what we need to start saying. Subscribe yeah. and stuff. Do it. Do it. It'll be good for you. And we'll highlight y'all in the next episode.